What's up, everybody? This is David. Happy Friday. Welcome to another edition of Health and Fitness Friday on the Essential Strength Podcast. I hope y'all have had a great week and that you are ready to learn a little bit more heading into the weekend to make your lives a little better and help you get a little stronger. The topic today is pain and can you train when you have pain? So, Pain is a universal human experience, and it is one of the things that I get asked about the most as a physical therapist, but also as someone who trains and competes in the sport of powerlifting, who's in the gym a lot, I run, um, I just, I train a lot, and I've had my fair share of injuries, both large and small. I have herniated the same disc in my low back twice, required surgery once, Um, even when I didn't require the surgery, it was probably a 21 month recovery. I've had neck pain and shoulder pain and tingling in my fingers from nerve issues. Um, you know, pain is something I've dealt with personally, and it's also something that as a physical therapist, I've studied extensively. So I would say that one of the most common things that friends and family reach out to me about is When they've got some sort of little nagging injury or an injury that they aren't sure how to classify or how to think about and they're wondering, you know, what do I do? Are there exercises? Can I keep running? Can I keep lifting? Can I keep gardening with this pain? How long is it going to last? What does it mean? We all experience pain at one point or another and the more you know The more knowledge you have, the more power you have over your symptoms. And that starts with an understanding of the fact that in every single scenario, pain is interpreted in the brain. Yes, there is often tissue damage, whether that be bone, muscle, or nerve, but often there is no tissue damage or at least no acute tissue damage. And your brain recognizes that the body is sending it some sort of a warning signal, some sort of information that it can use to assess its current state. Similar to the sensation of heat being perceived as pain when you put your hand on the stove, but heat not being perceived as pain when you step into a perfectly regulated shower or a hot tub, then it's pleasant. So my take-home message to start here is that the short answer is yes, you can train when you are in pain. Lots of caveats, not a topic that we can cover fully in five minutes, which is what I'm shooting for in this episode. I am hoping to start a series here on Health and Fitness Friday over the next few weeks or maybe even months on the topic of pain and training. So let's talk quickly about a pain scale. Most of you have probably heard of the 0 to 10 pain scale. It's quite old, it's quite unreliable, and its creation was actually relatively arbitrary. If you are in pain, one general rule of thumb is on that 0 to 10 pain scale, with 10 being the worst possible pain you can imagine. If you can say the words, my pain is a 10, it's probably not a 10. A 10 would be incapable of speech, 
being rushed to the emergency room, right? A zero being experiencing no pain whatsoever. If you have an injury or if you have pain that falls at or below a three or at most a four on that scale, something you would describe as nagging, aching, annoying, or irritating, you are likely able to train through that pain and probably should. In general, the evidence shows that complete rest and complete discontinuation of activity actually prolongs pain experience and prolongs recovery time as opposed to staying somewhat active and continuing to move. Quick side note, that is in many ways the origin of the name of my company, Stronger in Motion. You could easily exchange stronger for healthier. We are all healthier in motion when we keep our bodies moving. It's what we were meant to do, what we were designed to do. If, on the other hand, your pain is in that seven, eight, nine, sharp, stabbing, disturbing pain, that's when you need to go see someone. That is the type of pain that a five-minute podcast cannot explain um, and should not explain. And I will even put a disclaimer in here right now. Talking to someone over the phone, listening to a friend's advice, Googling when you're in seven, eight, nine out of 10 pain is not sufficient. You need to go see someone who can tell you with more clarity what is going on and what you need to do. But for the most part, people aren't walking around in eight out of 10 pain. They're walking around in two or three out of 10 pain. And you can generally modify almost any activity to reduce the risk of exacerbating that pain, inflaming that area, or worsening any injury if there is an injury present. So here's your big take home for this week. And I want you to tune in next week when we start talking more specifics. We're going to talk low back pain next week, particularly as it relates to continuing to perform exercises like a squat or a deadlift. But here's your take home this week. If you are experiencing low-grade pain, again, that three, maybe a four, it's aching, it's nagging, it's irritating, but it's not really stopping you, continue to move, continue to train, and modify as needed so that that pain doesn't increase above that three or four threshold. If you have questions from this episode, please reach out. Connect with me via social media um, on Instagram at Dr. David Skolnick DPT. Reach out via the business page at Stronger in Motion or go to strongerinmotion.com. We've put together a team of coaches who are, in most cases, also clinicians who are the experts in their fields, who are the best people to talk to about a nagging pain when it is that three or that four and learn from us how to manage it, how to train through it and around it. Keep it at that three or four. Don't let it get to the seven or the eight where you've got to shut it down. We are here for you. We are here to teach. We are here to lead. And we hope this is helpful. Have a great weekend and tune in next week for further discussion of training with pain.